Hello and welcome to Ambitious Mama. I am using a brand new microphone that my husband got me, so hopefully this works, but I am so excited to be here and it's kind of amazing that I have a new mic for this episode. So for those of you who are brand new, my name is Krista Rialba and I'm bringing you inspiration and actionable tools and strategies to really to unleash and unlock your ambition and to stay the course to live your life purpose, to find your life's purpose, to bring your best, to bring your talents and passions to this world without the inhibitions, without the restraints, without the fear. And just living our life can fill us with so much of that. And today's episode is really about what to do when you feel defeated, when you want to quit for sure, and it seems like a really great idea. (laughs) So typically, I don't feel this way at all. So it's kind of crazy how this podcast has come to be. Um just how the inspiration hit and how it's led me to episode number five. Here we go. So if you've been following along, I set out on the last episode to attend my second PTA meeting. Now, this is not what this podcast is about, but it's really about the journey of, you know, having ambition, you know, the desire and the willingness and the courage, I guess, to challenge the status quo. So anyways, here we go. So what do you do when you want to quit? So why would I have wanted to quit? So after the the last meeting, um, you know, I went totally prepared and I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a leader. I am used to speaking to to audiences and to inspiring change and I went to this meeting with some objectives with some really great intentions of looking to get a conversation going to bring more health more wellness and more conversation around these values to the school I was definitely unthreatening. I was well-meaning. I was super excited. I was prepared. I was even on the agenda. So I went in and I was, again, these nerves would just hit me like a freight train. Like I couldn't even believe how nervous again I was at this meeting. Again, I've spoken in front in front of thousands of people. But walking into this library, I guess it's just the the judgment that was, you know, either that I was assuming was going to happen, um, but shortly after that, I realized that it wasn't just in my head. So I was on the agenda. It said Krista Rialba, Parents Voice, Health and Wellness. And, you know, I I shared an opening kind of thought and was quickly dismissed, quickly stepped over and really just brushed to the side. And I haven't felt that way, that defeated since high school. (laughs) 
I haven't felt that way in all of my entrepreneurial life. I haven't felt like so defeated, so dismissed, so just kind of brushed to the side. And it's really, it's really a junky feeling to just really to feel like your, your ideas really, there's no time for them and they don't really matter and they're not a priority. So that's really how I left feeling. I felt defeated. I won't go into kind of the details of what I even had written down because to be honest, I didn't even get past the opening line before um, they decided that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't something they wanted to entertain. So I got home after like being so prepared for this meeting having, you know, coming in with such a generous heart and I brought tea and I brought, you know, a snack for all the moms and all these things and I have a super organized and all these things. And I got home and I wanted to quit. I was like, I'm never going back there again. They don't want to change. They don't want to grow. They don't want to um, experience more in the area that I want to represent, which is health, wellness, creating a more vibrant, you know, uh, mindful community at the school. So I felt like it was a waste of time and it really hurt. It hurt too much to even entertain wanting to go again. What was the point? Now, have you ever felt like this where you got so excited to share your business, share an opportunity, share your products, you know, set up a meeting, do a presentation. And it just like, it was a total face plant. And you're like, I'm never doing that again. (laughs) Right? So I shared a few thoughts with my husband and he just kind of seen me walk in the house with my tail between my legs and he was like, you don't, you should never do that again. He's like, talk to people who want to hear you. He's like, don't, don't put yourself through that. It's not worth it. It's not worth your time. And, you know, he was saying that because he wants to protect me and that's super fair so if, the, if your loved ones are saying like, don't worry, like don't pursue this business, like you're already burnt out, you're already tired mom, you know, uh, it's not worth it, you know, just like concentrate on your kids. They're probably doing that because they want to protect you from being hurt. And that, and that's like, there's nothing wrong with that. So if I were to say, you know, hubby, I'm going to quit. He'd be like, okay, great. Let's, you know, let's just shift your focus and put that energy elsewhere, right? And that was, that would totally be a viable plan, except for the fact that if I don't show up again, nothing will change in that area, right? And there's nothing... You know, I don't want to vilify the mums that were there because I really think that they're doing the best that they know how and they have their own agenda, right? So still feeling super defeated that same night, um, I called my mom. I called my mom and, you know, she's been through, you know, different difficult times with me, so many difficult times in my life. And she's had to kind of literally like pick me up off the floor in many different circumstances of when I felt defeated or just, you know, too beat up to continue on. 
And she, and I was like, mom, like, there's no point. Like, really, like, I'm just like, you know, repeating what Mike was sharing with me and what I was feeling. And she was like, no, no, no. And this is by this time, it's like 11 o'clock at night. She's like, absolutely not. You are not going to quit. You are not going to just let them just really, for lack of a better word, kind of bully you, whether it was intentional or not, to not show up again. Absolutely not. That's not who you are. That's not who you stand, what you stand for. That's not what you believe in. That's not what you would encourage someone else to do. I'm not letting you do that. And she was just like, just reaming into me, just pouring into me, just saying absolutely not. And it was like, even if my mom was tired when I called her, like I riled her up so much by saying like, mom, like I'm not going back. No way. (laughs) Right. So after mom's pep talk, and it was kind of like, I was such the kid in that conversation. I'm just like, okay, mom, fine, mom. But by the time I got off the call, I was like, okay, time to, you know, pen to paper to take some time to think here. And what I realized was that, holy smokes, I am so privileged, so spoiled in my day-to-day life where I am lucky enough to be around women who are insanely supportive and encouraging around women and men who lift me up all the time. I'll walk into a um, a meeting or to you know a seminar where I'm a speaker, and people are they have the growth mindset. They want to grow. They want to learn. They want to think differently. But I'm always in situations where I'm. They want me to be there. And in this situation, I am pretty confident that they would be fine if I never showed up again, okay? So first of all, that brought me to extreme gratitude of I am so lucky that I have discovered and created a community, an environment where we value collaboration, where we value growth where we value lifting each other up and we don't see each other as a threat, where we value new ideas and going on a different path. Wow, right? So that really brought me to that idea. So I'm going to continue to cultivate that and I'm going to continue to surround myself with, you know, I did an Instagram post yesterday and it was actually um, like, the International Mean Girls Day, which is October 3rd, and it's to celebrate the movie Mean Girls. And I said, I was like, I'm going to surround myself, continue to surround myself with total babes. Okay, so what are babes? Yes, they are. I'm surrounded by babes. I'm going to give the actual definition that I wrote on my Instagram. Let me just pull it up here. So babe, a person who always assumes positive intent goes out of their way to uplift others and focuses their personal energy on growing what is good in the world. So I'm going to surround myself with babes. Babes can be women, they could be men, but we're we're babes if we are people who assume positive intent, which is what I did, 
and go out of their way, which is also what I did, to uplift others and focus their personal energy on growing what is good in the world, in your world, in your community, in your school, in your home, in the world. Okay, so we're not going to let people who have not yet learned this way to stop us in our tracks, right? Because if we did that, think of all the people who've come before us who've advocated for so many important things. Imagine if they were like, whoa, like I, this pushback is real and this does not feel good and I just want to go home to my cozy family and never do that ever again, <laughs> right? But instead, they continued. So the universe is flipping amazing. So my, bro- my, my brother, <laughs> my son Curtis brought home homework and it said he needed to pick out a book for his book report. Now Curtis is in grade four and I said, Curtis, I think we can do better than um, Captain Underpants and instead I want us to study together The Alchemist. Now I read The Alchemist years and years and years ago. I didn't exactly remember what the lessons were but my brain, my heart said we're going to read The Alchemist and he was like, Okay, mom, like I'm in, like he's, he's super game. So I sent the alchemist to school with him. And uh, again, he's in grade four. If you don't know the alchemist, it's like an incredible novel. Um, it's, been, it's been around since I think maybe the 70s. And the teacher sends me a little note on the, on the little app communication that we have. And, and she says, I'm super impressed and intrigued by Curtis's choice and, you know, wondering if it's too advanced, but I had him read it and I remembered how amazing the book was, but also his comprehension of the book is there. So I'm fine with him doing it. So I got the note and I was like, awesome, like I'll dive in and we'll, we'll do it together. And so I got home and I read the introduction of The Alchemist. Now, If you do not own this book, it is so incredibly important as an ambitious mama or papa or whoever you are to read this book because it's truly about connecting to your life's purpose. Now I'm going to read a few different quotes just from the intro. And as I was reading them to Curtis, I was like, oh, that's why I told you to read this book. I didn't even know that's why I told him. So here we go. So we who fight for our dream suffer far more when it doesn't work out because we cannot fall back on the old excuse, oh well, I didn't really want it anyway. Isn't that so good? Because yes, I could have wrapped it up in a pretty bow and told myself it wasn't worth the fight of to, to continue on and it wasn't worth the pushback and the and the pain and the and how uncomfortable it was and the judgment and all that stuff but I wouldn't really ever truly believe that I didn't want it anyways because something was sparked in my heart to take my years of 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 experience and learning about wellness and personal development and and just you know raising our consciousness as human beings and leadership and bringing that as a mom into the school 
because it's important. My kids are there, you know, every all five days a week, you know, they're there from nine to three. Like that's a lot of time. So I have value to bring. Now, I could never really believe that I didn't want that anyways. And the same goes, it's heartbreaking for me when I see people start a business, start a business with me, with the with a company that I'm partnered with in network marketing. And yeah, like you could get some serious pushback. And the thing is though, before they get the pushback, they are lit up with possibilities, with dreams of what could be. But then the pushback happens, the judgment happens, the fear sets in and they will tell themselves, well, I didn't really want it anyways. But it's a lie, right? And we we don't really buy it. Our soul doesn't really buy it. But our ego is like, yep, perfect. We'll take that. So if you continue to read the intro, it also says, we do not want it. And no, we have staked everything on it. And that the path of personal calling is no easier than any other path. Except that our heart is in this journey. Let me read that one more time. We do want it. And we know that we staked everything on it. We do want it. And we know that we staked everything on it. And that the path of personal calling is no easier than any other path, except that our whole heart is in this journey. So this is when you know that you're actually on the right path because your whole heart is in it. That is why it hurts so bad when you put yourself out there and you get that pushback, you get that fear, you fall, you face plant. <laughs> I was recently on a panel and um, one of the the women that I was speaking with, she goes, sometimes I fall so hard. It's just like I fall like just straight on my face. I face planted. It, it sucks. It hurts so bad. And then I have to pick myself up, right? But your whole heart, like it's like your heart breaks because you you've staked everything and you know that this path is non-negotiable for you to feel and be truly fulfilled. The intro also shares that the secret of life is to fall seven times and get up eight times, right? <laughs> Gotta fall seven times sometimes to get and and you have to get up eight times because that that extra time is when the when the the difference is going to be made. So why is it so important to live our personal calling if we are only going to suffer more than other people? The intro asks us this. And the answer is because once we have overcome the defeats, and we always do, that's the thing. When you're on your life path, when you're doing what your heart is longing for, you will overcome the defeats every time. And when you do, you're filled with a sense of euphoria and greater confidence. Whoa. Okay, so that's just the intro of The Alchemist. I was going to read every word for you guys, but like go 
get it. It'll be at like any secondhand bookstore. It'll be at any mainstream bookstore. It is is The Alchemist. Go get it. Okay. So that happened. Also, I'm leading currently a community walk. So in my neighborhood, we just created this like um, this morning walk where everyone's welcome. But um, yesterday morning, um, I was the only one who showed up totally cool it was a really rainy morning no one in the right mind would want to go walking but I was like that's okay I'm still going I'm still gonna go walking and my hair was frizzy and it was it was just crazy but I put in my headset and I'm like I'm doing this and I walked five kilometers which is just it was a lot of walking to do in the cold wet but I got to listen to something I've never listened to so I just went on Spotify and I was just like okay Hmm, what am I going to listen to? Typed in Tony Robbins. And I don't typically even listen to him. But I t- turned him on and it was an interview with someone I've never heard of, which was so outside of my uh, like realm of what I would normally listen to in terms of who this um, entrepreneur was. But it was so perfect. So it's he was interviewing the inventor and creator of Sirius um, XM. Um, and her name is Martine Rothblatt. And she is, I think her current net worth is like 380 million. Um, the interview was so crazy. Just like, wow, this woman... has overcome so much adversity and in one point of the interview she's like she's not going to stop her dream her dreams because of um the bs and bureaucracy that she was faced when she was creating serious xm like people were saying that it was like you know, it was against the law, it was unethical to, you know, broadcast radio so that everyone can hear it, whether small town or big city. It just kind of was like laughable at the pushback that she was receiving now, right? Because she was just, you know, going against the norm, you know, going above the status quo. Um, But she's done so much more since creating Sirius. And I didn't know anything about creating radio and what that meant to create satellite radio, but like, look it up, like crazy journey. Um, I I would love to share her whole life story, but let me just read a little bit from the Wikipedia. So Martine Alana Rothblatt is a transgender American lawyer, author, and entrepreneur. She graduated from um, the University of California and combined law and MBA degree in 1981. So she began to work in D.C., first in the fields of communication, satellite, law, and eventually in life sciences where she created the Human Genome Project. So basically her story went from creating Sirius, which is just, well, first of all, not, not even to mention the courage. And I, I can't even imagine people who are transgender. Like I think it's just such a amazing journey that they go through. And it's just such an act of so much courage to really to truly uncover who you really are and have the courage to become that like amazing to begin with um but obviously she's a lawyer etc but so she created Sirius look up that whole journey but then she also 
um, she got married. She had um, she has four children, but one of them was actually faced with a um, disease where she only had five years to live. She had zero background in um, medicine or science, but she actually created like the the life saving. Um, technology needed for her daughter and um, created a company and the pharmaceutical companies wouldn't actually help she she had the money to fund it but they wouldn't do it so she created her own company hired her own doctors anyways her daughter is now 33 years old I think or 30 something and um, now she's actually creating um like she knows how to grow and create organs like with the human genome product project Anyways, way above my level of understanding, but like mind-blowing stuff. The important thing to know here is that she shared that she was grateful for every no. And the amount of no's she got was insane. But she she actually realized that she needed 99 no's to get a yes. So when she was creating Sirius and everyone was like, no, absolutely not. No, 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 no. Every no, she was grateful for because it allowed her to take a step back to see where there was truth and why they were saying no. Maybe they were actually uncovering something to lead her to the next no, which would eventually become a yes, right? So the no's allowed her to become better, to get better, to grab more information, to figure what the next objective, what the next roadblock would be so that she could overcome it. So mind-blowing stuff here. I am so, so, so over the moon grateful that I had such a junky experience at the PTA meeting because it has now led me to a greater sense of purpose, more confidence, thinking outside the box. I have a meeting with the VP. We're going to actually do like kind of maybe some different initiatives outside of that meeting, also potentially even create a subgroup. It allowed me to speak to my sister who is um, one of the leading dietitians in our area. Uh, She works a lot um, in these environments where there's a lot of you know red tape and bureaucracy and stuff and she was like don't wave the white flag yet sister you know continue on your wellness you know journey you know wellness warriors unite and she gave me some really awesome awesome actionable advice and I didn't realize that this was the path that I was going to be one of the paths I was going to be pursuing but I'm really really grateful that I am because the other thing is moms dads who are listening it's that my my both of my sons were in the childcare when I was at the meeting and they seen me going in so excited to share my ideas and they seen me leaving so defeated so sad you know and then i told them the next morning i said you know what guys i wanted to quit last night i really wanted to quit but mommy's not going to quit because what we stand for health wellness happiness raising consciousness, inclusivity, including everyone, wanting more for people, wanting people to feel their best in every aspect of their lives, that matters. So instead, 
I'll be keeping that seat warm at the meeting and I will be working in any ways and in just welcoming any every opportunity I have to help people to live their happiest, healthiest lives. So thank you so much for tuning into episode five. I think this might just be the longest one yet. Shout outs to Hubby for getting me this mic and kind of perfect that I now have this microphone for this episode of where I overcame the feeling of defeat and became stronger and rose higher. Let's do this. I can't wait to the next episode. I would love, love, love to hear if this was valuable for you. And also I'd love to know what you'd love to learn from me because I'm in this. This podcast has been so amazing so far. So far, Lots of love, you guys. Have a great day, a great evening whenever you're listening to this, and we'll talk soon. Bye. 